right, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Sidewalk Chick Diary. Uh, today is going to be an interesting show because we are going to take a trip down memory lane. We are going to time travel. We are going back to back to back to back. Wow, it's a long time. I don't even want to say how far. But I want to take you guys on a walkthrough of like my high school dating life and kind of how I got to where I am now. So when I was in high school, I, so weird because I very much had, I want to say, how do you call it? I had a lot of suitors, if you will, right? Like a lot of suitors, but I was very much into like one person. And so I waited, I waited, yes, I waited for this person because um, during the time he was dating someone and I just, you know, like, so we had had like a little fling, I guess, if you want to call that when we were in middle school. And uh, yeah, I sat around and waited because I, you know, that was who I wanted. That's really nothing else to it. That was really what it was. And um yeah, he had been in a relationship and I waited and waited. And in the meantime, I did have someone that I was seeing, I'll say, but it was nothing like, I, I don't know, extravagantly serious, I guess. I had more put him in like a friend zone than anything, even though he had met my mom and everything. So maybe it's my fault. Maybe I like let him on. But um he pretty much knew what the deal was. He happened to be friends with this other person. So, I mean, you know, it was kind of a way to keep him close, but not really step over my bounds. So, yeah. Um, nonetheless, he became one of my bestest friends and he was, um, yeah, he was just there. He was great. Um, <laughs> I'll call him, I'm call him the trendsetter man. Cause that was, uh, his one of his nicknames so I'm gonna go with that so he originally wanted to um you know like be something with me right and we had met through a mutual friend in drama that should have been my first red flag was that the guy was in drama like uh but anyways (laughs) moving on from that so we met through there and we you know started quote-unquote talking getting to know each other, whatever. Um, And like in the span of a week, I want to say a week, he ends up getting detention. So it was like all day detention. Like he was in, we call CSI, right? So like you have to spend the day in like this room. You don't get to go to your classes. Your teachers have to like send you whatever work you have to do and whatever. You're like stuck there. So he happened to have gotten in trouble. Actually, he got in trouble because he was walking me to class. And there was like a lockout. So he ended up having to stay out and getting in trouble. So that happened. And he's in CSI. And he decides that after a week of knowing me, he wants to write me a love letter. Now, one of the things that I'm working on, and this is something I'm working on in therapy, is being more open about not just my feelings, but about understanding other people's feelings because the way that I interpret things and this goes for anyone right like the way that we interpret things 
is not the same way that somebody else is going to interpret something, right? So for me, when people talk to me about like feelings, it's more specifically their feelings for me. I kind of shut down. And that's just a defense mechanism that I've built over the years because I've never had like a stable male figure in my life. So anyways, all these are all things that I'm learning in therapy about myself now, not things that I knew back then. So back then, he writes me this love letter, decides to write me this love letter. And um, um, it's safe to say that the man scared me away. Like, it was cute. Don't get me wrong. It was a nice gesture. But he literally wrote a whole letter explaining that, like, he felt like we were meant to be, that he was so happy he met me, that he couldn't believe that he got so lucky and yada, yada, yada. But, like, we've only known each other for a week. So, you know, red flag. Like, red fucking flag. So, whatever. I decide that I don't want to date him anymore. I'm like, look, I'm sorry. Like, um, I just, you know, can't get to know you anymore. Like, we can keep it on a friend level. You know, it's just that that's where I'm at. So, that's what we did. We decided to keep it on a friend level. And uh, he would come over my house. We would hang out. We would talk. I'd go out with him sometimes. When we went out, I would be around this other guy. And um, he knew, though, he knew that I had a thing for one of his, I don't know, so-called friends. Um, People are weird, too. Like, I feel like that specifically that group of quote-unquote friends are not actual friends. And they're just like, I don't know, people to each other. I don't know how to explain it. But anyways, weird, weird stuff uh, goes on there. But yeah, so that was that. And we, you know, started getting closer. Uh, he even helped me pick out like one of my first cars. And it was, it was a great friendship to have. But I just, I could not get over that. Like, like he, he just couldn't get out of the friend zone. And it sucks because he was such a great guy. And like, to this day, we see each other sometimes. and We're like, hey, what's up? Like, oh, you know, it's all great. But yeah, I just wasn't there. Like, because he had so explicitly shared his optimism for us I was like oh red flag nope can't do this gotta go bye-bye so that happened um later on I you know was able to get with this other person who I had been waiting for um for the sake of an and then wow I'm not gonna be able to say it for the sake of anon, for the sake of keeping secrets, <laughs> don't judge me, y'all. Um, for the sake of keeping secrets, we are and remaining anonymous. We are going to call him NWTS. NWTS. So, um, I I already met him. You know, like I said, we had a thing when we were in middle school. Um, didn't work out timing he went to high school I didn't whatever you know yada 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 uh typical then when I got to high school he had a girlfriend okay cool moving on um finally I come back I so one of my traditions was to always always spend my summers in Nicaragua so I'm from Nicaragua in case we didn't say that before um 
And yeah, my mom used to send me literally every summer because she had no one to take care of me here. It just made sense. And I would literally go live like two months over there every year. So that was always fun. I love spending time with my cousins, love being with my family. I love being able to immerse myself in the culture. I'm a lot more um, cultured <laughs> than most people because of that. So that's great. Um, I'm very, you know, fluent in Spanish. I'm very, I can write in Spanish. I'm very much Latina and you can probably hear it in my accent. Like it is what it is. Uh, so I finally come back from Nicaragua one summer and and WTS writes to me. He wrote to me on Facebook. Oh, oh mighty Facebook. Oh mighty metaverse. Um, so I got a, a direct message, or they didn't call it a direct message. I guess it was just a message back then or messenger now, whatever. Um, so I get a message from him. It was like, hey, you know, I'm single. Da, 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 da. I should have known. I just, I should have known. I should have known. I should have known. But anyways, you look back at things and you're like, wow, like so naive. Anyway, so me and this kid, he had graduated. So I was still in high school. He was not. And we started dating. And he he made a lot of efforts. I'm going to be like completely honest with you guys. Like he made a lot of efforts to always come see me. Um, my friends who had cars, like they would drop me off. Sometimes I'd walk to his place. Sometimes he'd walk to school to see me. He would walk me home sometimes. And when I say walk home, like I didn't live close to the school. I wasn't even supposed to be going to the school that I was going to. Um, because at the time, like you had to, whatever, you know, like based on your district, that was a school. But um, I could not go to the school that was on my district. So anyways, he had to walk me very far. It was a very far walk. And then he would take the bus back, which I used to find so romantic. Like, oh my God, you're really walking me home and then taking the freaking public bus back to your house. It's crazy. Not to mention that he used to take the public bus all the time because he didn't have a car. But anyways, um, again, things that naive, right? Like I look back now and I'm like, oh, wow. But at the time I was like, wow, I was so infatuated with him that it was like, wow, this is amazing. We start having little trust issues here and there. He, um, I start, I'm not even seeing him around actually. I start getting messages from other, my friends, other people in school, like telling me like, hey, I saw him with like another girl at school. Like, hey, I saw him here. And it was my school. Like I was the one in high school. He was in college already. So like, what are you doing coming back to school? And like, it's okay, you're seeing your girlfriend, right? That's cool. But what are you doing coming back to school to see other people? See, that's where it was always like, I didn't, I didn't understand. So that was one of the first things that started off like super, super um, giving me like trust issues, you know, where I was like, what is going on? And then I would ask him about it and he'd be like, oh, she's just a friend. No, I came to visit my friends. No, I came to see my friends, whatever. But it wasn't friendly. As a matter of fact, I remember there was a time that I happened to have like walked out. I was going to the bathroom and I see him across and he's like in a full embraced hug with this girl, like hands all over you know, like it was practically like almost right in my face. And I remember confronting him about it, but 
whatever nothing ever happened because I, what can I say I was infatuated with the man so fast forward we get into a little argument I don't know why I can't remember why I think it was because he was going out and I wasn't at the time he was like you know over age I wasn't he could go to clubs I couldn't whatever um this is this is gonna be like a really funny story you guys are probably gonna laugh about this so I get a direct message on Twitter from some random random ass person no idea who this person was I had never met this person I had no idea and I got the I got a DM from Twitter and they're like hey are you so and so yep that's me what's up how do I know you do I know you like who are you and he's like are you so and so's girlfriend and I'm like yep that's me and immediately like immediately I as a woman knew what was coming like I just I knew it I knew that it was going to be something awful and so this man because he was a man or I guess you could call him a boy because a boy would do that but anyways he once I confirmed who I was he writes back to me and he's like I just need to let you know that I was at a party last week and my best friend hooked up with him and I was like actually that is a lie that's a lie. I'm lying to you guys. He said that he wanted to meet me. Wow, no, I'm really going back. This is me remembering the story. The, the guy said he wanted to meet me. And I remember calling my best friend and I'm like, oh my God, this random guy on Twitter is like asking me if I'm so-and-so's girlfriend and he wants to meet me. He says that he has something to tell me that he wants to see me. Like, what do I do? I'm like, I don't want to go by myself. This guy might be a creep. He might be a weirdo. I might get abducted. Like, what the hell? And my best friend is like, no, like you need to go, like you need to see what he wants because why is he going so out of his way to like find you, to talk to you, to tell you what? Like it has to be something of like significance, right? And I'm like, well, I guess. Anyways, the point is I have her come over and she's inside of my house while he comes to visit me. I gave him my address. Don't freaking ever do this. If I have like teenagers listening to this, do not do this because I was at a point in my life where like I just needed to know what was going on but it is not safe do not give random people random strangers your freaking address it is not okay even if there is somebody there with you like even if you have cops on standby 911 like don't fucking do this but anyways I was dumb I was naive give this guy my address he shows up he pulls up and I had never seen him before I never met him I didn't know what he looked like whatever didn't even know what school he went to. He ended up telling me what school he went to. And then I put two and two together and found, you know, everything out. But anyways, he comes, he sees me and he's like, hey, like, are you still with him? And I'm like, yeah, like we got into a fight, but we're still together. Like we didn't specifically, you know, end things. And he was like, well, he hooked up with my best friend last week. And I was like, when you say hooked up, what do you mean? And he was like, well, they went into a room together. They stayed in there and they didn't come out to like, you know, a lot later. And I was like, okay. And here's my thing with cheating. Because I feel I'm not a cheater. I don't, you know, necessarily condone it. 
I do believe that everybody in their life at one point cheats in some kind of way. If it's not physical, if it's emotional, if it's not emotional, then, you know, you lie to your person, you like in some form, way or shape, somehow, I believe that everyone goes through like one of those phases, right? So at the time, here was my thing on cheating. I didn't care if he was texting someone whatever, you're in college, you know, you're much older, you're going out, you're doing things, yeah, it is what it is, texting people, all right, cool, kissing and hugging other people, okay, maybe not so great, kind of bothers me, but it was you, so, you know, like, put my big girl hat on, I was like, you know what, it's, it's, it's gonna be okay, but when this man told me that they went into a room together, and didn't come out till later. What's the one thing that you would obviously, obviously be doing? That wasn't okay. Because I was only, at the time, I was only having sex with him. So for you to step out in that gravity, that was a problem that was a problem for me that was not that that was not it now fast forward I come to find out later that this guy who came to my house and told me all of this had his own reasons to do that because apparently his best friend was somebody that he liked that he was trying to hook up with and he was very bothered by the fact that she didn't choose him and she chose you know NWTS so that was like a whole other debacle. But that happened. And when that happened, I was like, yeah, this is over. Like, it's over. We're done. There's no way. There's no way I'm getting over this. Like, you stepped out on me in a way that I could not possibly ever trust you again. Like, I just, I can't. And so it was hard. It was like a kick to my stomach. It was probably the most awful breakup that I had because one he was my first um he was also like I guess in reality like my first real real relationship we had been together for two years already when this happened so I had ignored all the little red flags you know and that's where we like ended up so yeah that those that that trust was never going to get built again and it just it didn't make sense so we broke up we broke up for a while but there was still something there and now i realize now as an adult 10 years later i realize that that is just never going to go away it just isn't he was a big part of my life he took me to my first concert he uh, introduced me well didn't introduce me but he embraced the fact that I used to like love sports and used to love going to games and used to love tailgating and you know I don't know like I guess he embraced like the boyish side of me the tomboyish side of me so I, I used to like that was something that I was like wow because you would think but most people in high school used to judge me for that like they used to be like bro like you're not a guy like what the hell why do you like sports why do you like you know, whatever. Anyways, people have their own critiques and judgments and it is what it is, but he embraced me and that's really what it was. Now I realize 
those feelings are just never going to go away. Like they're there. I had them and I need to understand them and eventually move on. But at the time I wasn't. And so I got back with him. We ended up getting back together. And the whole time, and I tell you the whole time, like literally the whole time, if I would see his phone ring, if I would be around and he would like have his phone on do not disturb or like any little thing if he would go outside if he would not answer me for more than an hour like little little things I immediately immediately my mind would go to that you know like who are you with the fuck are you doing don't freaking play me again like don't do that shit and yeah like the relationship was just never the same it wasn't it was not going to be the same there was just no way. There was just no way. And again, things that I'm figuring out now in therapy, growing up, going through this. But at the time, I was trying to make it work. I wanted to make it work. I I wanted him to be a part of my life because he was a big part of my life and a big part of who I am. So we got back together. I won't take you through like all our ups and downs. There's a lot of fucking ups and downs. My friends at this point hated him. Nobody wanted to be around him. My family did not like him. I would bring him around and everybody just had like a bad attitude around him. And that kind of sucked for us because, you know, it caused a strain on us. Even if we were okay, that was causing a strain on it. So everything was kind of like out of whack. Uh, I didn't really trust any of his friends. I didn't like any of his friends. Because I knew that his friends were like at this party where he had done whatever he did and they had encouraged it, which was the worst part, you know, you never expect you, you should, you should never expect for a guy's friends to pick you over the guy. You shouldn't, you just shouldn't. But the way that it was set up and they would smile to my face and they would like, try to portray that they were my friends and they were cool with me that was my problem and that's been my problem with that whole little group of friends from the first from the get but anyways um moving on don't talk to any of those people don't care for any of those people it is what it is I learned my lesson so we couldn't hang around his friends we couldn't hang around my friends couldn't hang around my family he never really want to introduce me to his family so that was weird too and yeah, like things just ended up fizzling out because there was just just so hard. At the time too, like towards the end, I lost my best friend. I lost my best friend of more than 15 years at the time because she just wasn't having it with with him, with me, with other situations that were happening. I'll probably bring her on this pod to talk about that a little bit because from since then we've reconciled. But yeah, there was a lot happening back then. Um And towards the end of it, towards the end of our relationship, I grew in an immense way. I ended up getting a really good job where I was making a ton of money. I had graduated with my associates. I was moving on to my university life. I was going to sororities. I was in in another phrase that you would call it living my best life. And he just wasn't up to par. He wasn't up to par with it. He still at that point didn't have a car, didn't have a job, uh, living off his mom. Like it just, we were not, it wasn't compatible. And don't get me wrong. I still had love for him, a lot of love. And I would have been there for him to like watch him grow and everything. But 
if you don't have trust, you don't have anything. And I just didn't trust him. And that was, that was it. Like it just, it wasn't enough. The love wasn't enough. Um, so fast forward, we're ending the relationship. It's getting, you know, when you're like ending things, when you don't want to speak to each other anymore, when you're kind of avoiding that person, when you have nothing to say to each other, when you're together, when all you can do is like just kiss and touch and not even like look at each other's faces, you know, like that's where we were at. And so I met someone. I, like I said, got a new job. At the time I got a promotion. So I went from a new job to a promotion to another place. And at that other place, I meet someone. And okay, so I was um, saying, so, you know, like, you know, when you just know when everything is like fizzling down and it's just not there anymore. So go to this new job, end up meeting someone. It's going to sound awful, but he he is my manager. At the time, he was my manager. Um, but we just, we clicked, like, right away. Like, in in an unexplainable, cosmic kind of way, we just clicked. You know, he was funny. He was down to earth. He was ambitious. He liked the same music that I did. We used to, like, talk about our families. His family was great. Uh, we're always out you know, like having fun. And that's kind of where it started. Like we would go out to drink and we started going out to drink and, you know, getting to know each other more, living our best lives, whatnot, all that good, fun stuff, good, fun, harmless fun. Uh, But obviously it turned into more, you know, he uh, became a big part of my life. He helped me through a lot of things. There are things that I'm going to talk about in this podcast in the future um, that I'm just not ready to mention now, but he was by my side through a lot of difficult situations and he was very good to my family. He was always there. Uh, even when we used to work together, you know, like we, it just, it worked. It really worked for a long time. It really worked, but things changed and I became more involved in school. I wanted to be part of something bigger I had lots of ambitions I didn't want to be at that job forever I wanted to start my career I wanted to you know just move and grow and be somebody else and we weren't on the same page anymore and so uh, and I should mention I also had made new friends and these new friends were always going out all the time and we could not go out together because of the fact that we used to work together so when we did go on like dates and we did have like we would go far when I tell you far like we drove to Orlando I can't even tell you how many times just to have a date um and that was like our that's how our thing was and so when I started going out with these girls and started meeting more people and doing like my own thing it wasn't sitting right with him and I should mention he was 10 years older than me So we were definitely at two different points of our lives. Like once I turned 21 and I was like, hey, what's up? I can live my best life. Uh, He was already at another point of his life, you know, where he was already ready to settle down. He didn't want to have kids. I didn't want to have kids. That was something that we both agreed on. But he 
was ready to settle down and to just have like, you know, one, one woman and take care of him and all that stuff. And I just, I wasn't there, you know, like I was young and trying to experience and I was volunteering for trips for school and getting out of my house and just doing other things and things just didn't work out. But I'll tell you what, I used to think that he was a great guy. I used to think that I was the one that really had like really messed things up. And towards the end, I started getting these like little, little feelings, little intuition, if you will, right? There was a new person working with us and she is beautiful. She was beautiful. She was little, um, nice little frame, nice, you know, I don't want to say rag, but like she had a nice rag on her. Um, I, also, I'm very open to like women. So yeah, um, she was beautiful. She was beautiful. And I got this feeling that like, I don't know, they, there was something there, right? And I would mention it to him and he would brush it off. and be like, no, 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 no. I'm like, okay, but I don't know. They used to both go outside and smoke cigarettes at the same time and, you know, have conversations. And I don't know, it's just, you know. And um, yeah, so we break up we end up breaking up and it just it is what it is like I said we were in two different parts of our lives and things just weren't working out anymore and I was doing my own thing he was doing his own thing and we just weren't weren't there and fast forward um I want to say like a year later after mind you we're still working together we're still all working together um and fast forward I come to find out um a year later that he had ended up moving in with this girl. This girl moved into his house literally a month after me and him broke up. And he wanted to tell me that there was nothing going on. You mean to tell me that there is nothing going on with anyone, but you're gonna let her move into your house a month after you break up with me, but there was nothing going on? Oh, Lord, please, please. There was no way in hell that that just happened in a month. Just no way, you know, like you're just going to sit here and pretty much lie to my face for whatever. And funny enough to this day, because I've, this year was a lot and a lot happened this year. And um, I had reached out to him and we had ended up, you know, having like a conversation and uh, talking and, you know, there was something with my family. So when he found out, he he came over and he, you know, helped in, in, in any way that he could. And I never brought it up to him. And I never confronted him about it. And I never asked him about her. And it was just like, at that point, like, I was just so done with the BS. Because that's what I felt like my first relationship was like. It was just a lot of BS. And for this second relationship in my life to go down that same route. So my first relationship with NWTS, we were together for about five years, which it's a fucking lot like of my life, you know? And then with this other person, we were together for about, I want to say like three years, almost together for three years. So 
yeah, like I was just done with the BS and all that stuff. And I was like, dude, like, what's the point? You know, what's the point of confronting it? What's the point of going that far? Like, it is what it is. He made his decision. He laid in his bed. And at some point later on, he did try to get back with me. But I was just like, no, like, we're not, we're not freaking doing this. Like, what do you think of me, you know? And um, yeah, so those are my two last relationships. Um, I will get into like my whole college days and all of that. Um, if you want to you wanna, uh, call it that, that's probably going to be like my little whole phase um, intro. And we'll get into that so you guys will know like that. But I wanted to give you guys a background on my relationship and romantic um romantic relationships because I feel like they have played a big part of who I am and what I know now and what I tolerate and what I don't tolerate and what I trust and what I don't trust and what I believe and what I don't believe and who do who I confront and who I don't confront and all those things like these two relationships taught me that and they're the only relationships or I guess serious relationships that I've had in my life and they've been it was a pretty long time you know I was with someone for five years and then I was with someone for three years but what I will tell you is that in between those two relationships, I had maybe, maybe if that two months of being single, maybe, and that's not enough. That is not enough. I jumped in, I jumped out of an unhealthy situation to jump into another unhealthy situation without giving myself the time uh, to heal, to be alone, to love myself all that stuff that you like read about and you see on the internet and it is very freaking real okay you need to give yourself time to get over that person and that's not to say that I wanted my ex back when I jumped into that second relationship because I didn't I didn't talk to the man the whole time he knew nothing of me for that whole amount of time that I was with someone else but it was a big deal you know like I never gave myself space to get over it and it was five years of my life, which crucial five years. So Jesus, sorry. Um, so anyways, but that brings us to the end of this episode. I wanted to, like I said, get into my whole romantic relationship background so you guys understand where I'm coming from in the future. And um yeah, if you guys have any like really bad breakup stories, luckily none of my breakups were like super terrible. Um, <laughs> one of them, I did throw a G-Shock at someone's head and I will say that I have very good aim, but uh, nothing more transpired past that, um, mostly because I ran away. Uh, I just was not going to have that. And um I took some shoes away too. Actually, I did that too. So I just, I didn't want him to keep the pair. You don't know, I bought that man so many pairs of shoes. Y'all don't. Anyways, learning to get over things, learning to get over things. Um, And then my second breakup, like I said, like it wasn't bad at all. Like it was mutual. We were both like, you know, it's just not working. Uh, We were working together and we were able to like work together without, entirely pissing each other off um luckily I had no idea that the girl had moved in with him because I feel like if I did it would have been a whole different story but um everything happens for a reason and the universe has divine timing 
And at the time that I found out, I was no longer working there. So I no longer gave a crap and it was what it was. Um, but yeah, so on that note, this is where I'm leaving this episode. If you guys have any breakup stories you want to share with me, by all means, go ahead and do so. I would love to read them. I'd love to know. Um, if you have any funny breakup stories too. If you've been cheated on, if you've been cheated on, I hope you're not with that man anymore. I hope you learned your value and you moved on and you did not get back with him because if he does not respect you now, he will not respect you later. I am a firm believer in that. I am a firm believer in, I don't want to say people don't change because I do believe that people can change, but he will change if he wants to. And if he hasn't, it's because the man doesn't want to. So don't do it to yourself, girl. Move on. Let it go, sis. Um, yeah, that was my little my little <laughs> preaching moment there. Uh, but anyways, follow me, subscribe, leave a review. Um, Sidewalk Chick on Twitter, Sidewalk Chick Diary on Instagram. And yeah, hit me up. Let me know if you have any crazy breakup stories and I will see you all. Or actually... I'll get into it. So next week, we're going to talk about the whole phase, about the necessary whole phase that every woman should go through in their life. So stay tuned for that for next week and see you all then.